said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all the others these things to the eleven and to the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves and went away wondering to himself what had happened. I want to preach for a few moments as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, the relevance of the resurrection. The relevance of the resurrection. If I had to put another tag on this text, what makes it such good news? Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Remove every distraction barrier so we might hear from you. Anoint now in the strong name of your son, Jesus. Let your word do its work. Reach, compel, draw. In Jesus' name, amen. Throughout history, we encounter significant days, events, and happenings. Since the beginning of history, people have argued, debated, and squabbled concerning which days, events, and happenings are important and significant. The great debate has always been what days, events, and happenings are more important and significant than other days, events, and happenings. Is the rise and fall of the Roman Empire more important than the emergence of Alexander the Great? Is the rise of the African kingdoms of Malay, Songhai, and Ghana more important than the invention of the printing press? Is the African slave trade more important than the rise of the Holocaust and decimation of Jews by Adolf Hitler? Is the Industrial Revolution more important than the Technological Revolution? Is July 4th, 1776 more important than June 19th, 1865? Is the assassination of Martin King in Memphis, April 1968, more significant than the public lynching of George Floyd in Minneapolis a few years ago? Is the COVID-19 pandemic more significant than the election of Barack Hussein Obama? What dates, events, and happenings are especially important and significant? 
those of us who have gathered on this Lord's Day morning, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, aware of what dates, events, and happenings have transpired across the course of human history. None of us dare proclaim that any day, happening, or event is more important and significant than the day we celebrate in God's house today. Today is not an ordinary Sunday morning. Today is not a root routine worship experience. Today is not just any day, but today is the day we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. I wish I had some help this morning. And as Christians, no day, no event, no happening ought to be more significant and important than the day we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. As followers of Jesus, this is our high holy day. No day ought to compare or rival in importance or magnitude or significance than the resurrection of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. I know your birthday is a national holiday, but your birthday doesn't compare to the resurrection of Jesus. I know you and Boo and Bay's anniversary is a great day, but that day does not compare or rival the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I know your graduation day was a high holy occasion, and the day you divorced Sally, day, Sally May was a great day, but no day rivals the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I know Big Mama and Papa's 50th or 60th wedding anniversary is a great day, but no day compares to or rivals the resurrection of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Resurrection is important, significant, and huge. According to Luke chapter 24, we encounter the importance and significance of the resurrection. And for those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrection is not just important, but it's relevant. It's not just rote, routine, or vague. But the resurrection is the crux of the good news of Jesus Christ. Can I preach? According to the text, the women have made their way to the tomb with spices, preparing to prepare his body. Yet they've made their way outside the city limits of Jerusalem early in the morning. When they get there, they discover something they did not anticipate, nor did they expect. They expected the body of our Savior and Lord to be in the tomb, but as they make their way to the tomb, they encounter angelic host who raise the question, why are you looking for the living among the dead? 
The women remember what Jesus said, but there was a bit of doubt concerning the words of Jesus. Nobody, amen, had been resurrected. Yes, we have heard about what he did to Lazarus, but now he's talking about God raising him. We remember what happened on Friday where they hung him high and stretched him wide, put a crown of thorns on his head, mocked and rebuked him, put a spear in his side. And now he has done just what he said he would do. The women make their way to the 11. Judas has killed himself, unfortunately, and as they make their way to the 11 to tell them he's not dead, but he's alive, the 11 look at them as if they are out of their God-given minds. Ain't nobody raising from the dead. Ain't nobody getting up. We remember what happened on Friday. This just don't make sense. Ain't nobody getting up from a tomb. You got to be out of your God-given mind, but thank God for Peter. Who doesn't think these women are out of their mind, doesn't think these women are crazy, but Peter has to go run for himself. And the text says he runs, not walks, does not saunter, but runs and discovers what the women have said is true. He's not dead, but he's alive. And on this Resurrection Sunday, as we walk through verses 1 through 12, we discover what is relevant and meaningful about the resurrection. The resurrection, first of all, Watch Chapel, is meaningful and relevant because it reminds us that God uses the unlikely. According to the text, look at the text. The text says, the women are at the tomb. Peter is not there. James and John are not there. Thaddeus is not there. Bartholomew is not there. Judas has already killed himself, but the women are at the tomb. Do not impose 2023 American standards of women concerning the old antiquity where women were second tertiary citizens and God uses unlikely people. This ain't a man-hating sermon. I am a man and all man, but the brothers were not there. The sisters were there at the tomb and told the story. Can I preach this? The rich were not there, but the sisters were there. The impeccable pedigreed were not there, but the sisters were there. The educated and aristocratic were not there, but the sisters were there. The Romans were not there. The tax collectors were not there. The Pharisees were not there. The Sadducees were not there. But the unlikely women were at the tomb and told the story. And if you want to hear good news on this Sunday morning, look no further than God using unlikely people. God doesn't always use the people we think God will use. God 
uses tax collectors and publicans. God uses unlikely people. He just doesn't always use the folk we think God will use. God uses folk like me. God uses folk like Peter who cost God. Uses the women at the tomb who told the story. I dare you to think about who God has used to help you get where you are right now. Can I preach this? The people that God has used to help us get where we are right now have not always been the credentialed, the savvy, the polished, the pure, the pedigreed, but God has used all kinds of people to be blessings in our lives. God uses unlikely people, but he just doesn't use unlikely people. The resurrection teaches us that the resurrection fortifies our faith. These women come to the tomb not expecting a resurrected Savior, but they come to the tomb expecting a dead body that is malodorous, hadn't been embalmed. The Egyptians did that a few centuries later. Spices were to prevent the stench and odor. But as they make their way to the tomb, they encounter angels who raise the question, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not here, he has risen. As the women began to recall in their sanctified imaginations, the angels remind them that he has done exactly what he said he would do. If you recall, he told you, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men. Be crucified on Friday, but that's not how the story ends. He'll be resurrected on Sunday morning. And once the angels reminded them of what Jesus said, the light bulb of the Holy Spirit went off in their heads and they remembered what Jesus told them while he was physically alive and now he has confirmed exactly what he said he would do. Somebody went over somebody's head. In other words, Jesus said it would happen. And it's happening just the same way he said it would happen. When you and I listen to the words of Jesus and Jesus does what he said he is going to do, it ought to do something to our faith in Almighty God. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Somebody knows that God is not a man that he should lie. But God will tell the truth and keep the truth. God is a promise keeper. His incarnate son, Jesus Christ, is the same as the Father. If Jesus said he's going to do it, then Jesus is going to do exactly what he said he is going to do. And because Jesus keeps his word and maintains his promise, it ought to strengthen and fortify my faith. Can I preach this? 
If your faith came in here as a nickel, it ought to go out as a dime because the Lord does exactly what he said he was going to do. Can I preach this? That's good news for somebody on this Sunday morning because you are wrestling with doubt. You are wrestling with skepticism. You are wrestling with cynicism. You are wrestling with unbelief. You are wrestling with people who have told you one thing and done something else. You are wrestling with people who have been unreliable, untrustworthy, downright rascals. But the Lord will do exactly what he said. Do I have a witness in here on this Sunday morning? Do I have anybody who can testify that he is a sure enough promise keeper? If he said, I'm Jehovah Jireh, that means I will provide. If he said, I'm Jehovah Rapha, that means he will heal your body. If he says, I will answer your prayers, then he will answer your prayers. If I say, I am a way maker, then I will make a way. How many of us can testify that he'll do exactly what he said he'll do? I wish I had some sure enough testimonies. If he said, I'll make a way out of no way, I will make a way out of no way. If he said, I won't let your enemies get the best of you, I won't let your enemies get the best of you. If I said, I will provide all of your needs according to my riches in glory, I'll provide what you need even though you've been retired 20 years, 40 years, because I'm a great provider. And if he's a promise keeper, your faith ought to be off the charts because God's going to do what he said he's going to do. I believe God. I trust God. I'm waiting on God to show up. I believe God's going to heal. I believe God's going to deliver. I believe God's going to guide. I believe he's going to order my steps. My faith is fortified. Oh, but I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. Anybody got strong faith? I'm not talking about weak faith, but strong faith. Good news uses the unlikely. Good news fortifies my faith. Good news. Because the resurrection confirms I can come back from a crisis. I feel like hollering right now. I look across the room, folk have been through crises after crises. From hell, trauma, and trauma. But the resurrection proves you can come back from a crisis. Do I have a witness here? No crisis was more dramatic or traumatic than Good Friday. They hung them high. They stretched them wide. 
they put a crown of thorns on his head, a spear in his side. He hung his head and died. But that's not how the story ends. Three days later, I said three days later, when the women came out to the tomb looking for a dead Jesus, they find an empty tomb because he's not here, but he's risen. If Jesus can come back from death, hell, and the grave, who are you not to come back? Cancer, but you can come back. Divorce, but you can come back. High blood pressure, you can come back. Separation, you can come back. Lost your job, you can come back. Foreclosure, repossession. I dare you to come back. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me. He talks with me. A long life's narrow way. Thank God for the comeback. Hallelujah. Get up off your feet. Get back in the game. You can come back. Hallelujah. I said you can come back. I said you can come back. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Flunked out of school, but you can come back. Academic probation, you can come back. Pink slip, you can come back. Discouragement. I said you can come back. That's the good news of resurrection. I said that's the good news. Ain't no mountain that high, ain't no valley that low, ain't no stronghold that strong. My sister, my brother, on this resurrection Sunday morning, It's good news. God uses the unlikely. God fortifies our faith. You can come back from any crisis. Yes, you can. My sister, my brother, I extend the invitation for you to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ to become a member of the Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church.
If you're online, our virtual congregation should go to the next steps tab. If you are in person, I want you to walk forward wherever you are. Wherever you are in the sanctuary, you need a church home, you need a savior. My sister, my here's a sister coming right now. Amen. God be praised for you. Come right here. Amen. Have a seat right there on the front row. There may be somebody else. My sister, my brother, may be a family. You're here. Come on, my sister. Come on, my brother. Today is the day you accept Jesus. Today is the day you unite with Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. My sister, my brother, you need a church home. You're accepting Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. I want you to come from wherever you are. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. I don't want you to leave the same way you came. I want you to accept the gift of salvation. Become a part of our church family on Resurrection Sunday morning. Somebody needed to hear this word. My sister, my brother, wherever you are, come now. Ask your neighbor, watch chapel. Do you want to accept Jesus today? They can hear you through the mask. Do you want to unite with watch chapel? All they can do is say, no, they ain't going to bite you. Do you want to accept Jesus? Are you a member of the church? Do you want to join today? I'll walk with you. Be bold enough to walk some with somebody. You danced the dream bill last week. Walk somebody to Jesus. Lead somebody to Christ. Amen. My sister, my brother, come on, wherever you are. There's somebody else here. You need a church home today. Praise God for this sister. Somebody else. with me in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life, health, strength. We thank you for this Sunday morning. We thank you, God, for this word that challenged us to embrace resurrection. Sunday is extraordinary, not any old day. We thank you for those who've made their way out. We pray now for the 1030 worship celebration. Pray for family festivities, no drama, great fellowship. Pray for those who are grieving, heal, sustain, touch, strengthen. In Jesus' name, amen. Be seated, watch chapel, amen. We thank you for being here on this Lord's Day morning. Mind your family and friends watch chapel 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. worship celebrations every Sunday. Amen. I hope to see you next Sunday, next Sunday, 
the next Sunday, the next Sunday, amen. Watch Chapel, this is a pastoral reminder. We have many different forms of communication for members and visitors to be informed. We have our online bulletin. We have weekly e-blast. We have our intercessory prayer list and what's up. Upcoming events on the website. And we use all of our social media platforms. We want everybody to use everything at your disposal to be informed concerning what's taking place in the life and ministry of Watch Chapel. Amen. Watch Chapel, we want to remind you that our scholarship application is due on April 15th. If you are in need of transportation, transportation ministry resumes next Sunday for our 10.30 a.m. worship celebration. The Beyond 529 information session will take place on April 17th. Women of Watts TNT takes place on April 18th, not this Tuesday. This Tuesday is Sabbath week. April 23rd, Teen Talk begins. 10.30 a.m. worship celebration. April 26th, Watts Night at the Movies. We're going to see Big George Foreman on that Wednesday night out on May 7th, the first Sunday in May. Baby dedications, please register in advance. And on May 20th, we are participating in our global 6K walk run for water. We need everybody to sign up and participate. That's taking place at 9 o'clock a.m. at the Southeast Raleigh High School. Watch Chapel, you're a great and phenomenal congregation. We ask that you continue to be faithful in tithing and giving. There are multiple ways to tithe and give. Our website, PayPal, text to give, in person. You can even mail your tithe and offering. Thank you. May God bless you real good. Let's stand for the benediction and follow the direction of our ushers. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God say amen, amen, amen.
and Savior, he's in this world today. I know that he is living, no matter what men may say. I see his hands of mercy, and I hear his voice of cheer. You ask me how I know he lives. Well, yes, yeah. Jesus, Christ Jesus, he walks with me and he talks with me.
welcome to the Watts Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. We thank you for joining Watts Up. Watts Chapel, we have returned to two worship celebrations, 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. And we thank you for joining us. In observance of Good Friday and Easter Monday, the administrative office will be closed Friday, April the 7th and Monday, April the 10th. No meetings or activities will be held April the 10th through April the 15th in observance of Sabbath week. This month, Virtual's Women's TNT session will be held on Tuesday, April the 18th at 7 o'clock p.m instead of April the 11th due to Sabbath week. We look forward to you joining us for this time of sharing. We are excited to announce that Children's Church restarts today during the 1030 worship service and Teen Talk will begin on fourth Sundays. On second Sundays, elementary school youth will have the opportunity to learn about God in an engaging and interactive way. And on fourth Sundays, middle and high school age youth will have the opportunity to do the same and while developing a biblical foundation to grow closer to God and to each other. Please email children and youth at watchchapel.org to express your interest in participating. Attention all high school seniors. The Watch Chapel Scholarship application is now available. It can be accessed on the church website via the upcoming events webpage and under the Ministries tab on the Children and Youth webpage. All high school seniors who plan to attend a two-year or a four-year institution are strongly encouraged to apply. Check the website for details about this scholarship opportunity and the application deadline is April the 15th. Email all questions to scholarship at watchchapel.org. Join the investment committee as they present Beyond 529, a way parents, grandparents, and others can start a savings plan to invest in their children's future. A financial advisor for Edward Jones will be on site Monday, April the 17th at 7 o'clock p.m. to provide available options. Register online to express interest in participating. Open to the public, so please spread the word. Watch Chapel will host a private screening of the movie Big George Foreman, The Miraculous Story, on Wednesday, April the 26th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10 and it may be purchased via the upcoming events webpage. Watts Chapel, in conjunction with World Vision, will sponsor a global 6K walk for water on Saturday, May the 20th at 9 a.m., located at Southeast Raleigh High School on Rock Quarry Road in Raleigh, North Carolina. Register via the upcoming events webpage to join the Watts Chapel team to sponsor a team member or volunteer to assist. Watts Chapel Transportation Ministry will provide transportation to the church for our 1030 worship service for riders within a five mile radius from the church address. Register online via the upcoming events webpage or by calling the church office at 919-828-7000. 
1-800-273-7348, extension 109. All requests must be received no later than 11 a.m. on the Friday prior to the upcoming Sunday service. Transportation waivers are required for each rider, and children 16 and under are required to be accompanied by an adult 18 or older. Masks are required. The spring sessions of Bible study and Awana will end on Wednesday, April the 19th and return in September. If you are interested in working with the children and youth ministry, please sign up to complete the volunteer training course that can be completed online at your own pace. It is a free training course and you will dive into critical topics that will help you gain new insights and increase the effectiveness of your ministry. If you have any questions, please email childrenandyouth at watchchapel.org. The next baby dedication will be held on Sunday, May the 7th, after our 10th.